the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Do fireworks stress your pets? I was helping my niece, Ava, with her kitties the other day, Kev. Mm -hmm. And she's got this little four-pound kitten. Mm -hmm. And someone let a a giant firework off in their neighborhood. And she ran under the couch and we Mm -hmm. had to lure her out with treats. Well, um, there are a couple things you can do to make the 4th of July less stressful for your furry friends. Of course, everyone knows it's the night when the most dogs run away. Number one, you can start playing fireworks sound effects softly and give your dogs treats in like a cozy area, like with a cozy blanket. And it kind of like makes them realize, okay, I don't have to be scared of that sound. Hmm. Uh, Second thing you can do, prepare a safe place in a quiet room with soothing music to drown out the fireworks. Include treats. And number three, uh, you just want to make sure doors are kept closed and locked so your pets don't escape if they do get freaked out by the fireworks. Yeah, We have five dogs. None of them really get freaked. However, our one greyhound, uh, Chesray, he'll he'll run upstairs in the bedroom and like kind of curl up on the bed. Oh, that's not bad. We had a dog that he would go, go nuts. crazy. That that is that's Chesray's version of going nuts. You're <laughs> lucky, especially around Fourth of July. Like mm-hmm. our dog Fergie the Fox Terrier. Yeah, thunderstorms or fireworks. She wanted to get inside the dryer. She would try Aww. to get inside tubs. Yeah, I've heard of dogs like I have friends so that have sad. dogs like that. Yeah. Every year this time of year, they'll plead with everyone, please uh, don't shoot off fireworks. So it's kind of futile. You just need, but some people even put their dogs on meds. Like come Fourth yeah. of July, they'll give them like mm-hmm. anxiety Thunder meds jackets, and stuff. Yeah. all kinds of stuff. So, what's it like at your work right now? Have you been going in ever since the pandemic started? Have you been told, "Hey, you're getting back to the office at least two days a week"? What's what's happening with you? There's actually something that people missed about their commute. It was in the traffic. It was listening to our show. We'll tell you what it was next. How's it going in your work life? Have you always gone to work every single day the past 15 months? And you're like, nothing's changing right. for me. Corona or not, I'm a frontline worker. I had yeah. to be there. I'm a nurse or a doctor or a grocery store worker. Or are you like uh, some people in my neighborhood where they've been told you will never come back to the office. So go live wherever you want. And they're, they're in a motor home right now with their two little kids across, <laughs> going across the country. Wow. Uh, while getting work done at the same time. But uh, for people who are headed back, there is, believe it or not, one thing, the number one thing they missed about their commute. And, Kev, you were on to it a minute ago. It is listening to the radio. Hey! You made it our show, which would be nice (laughs) if it was specifically our show, but it's the radio. Companionship, Um, yeah. Yeah, other people missed... um, Specifically, which I wish we could have a video of you doing this, you, our listeners, they specifically miss sing, singing along to the radio, hmm. which I didn't even think about you guys doing that every day while you're listening to our show in this radio station, singing along. I've had friends send me videos of their kids singing along, but I would love to see our listeners singing along to the radio. I thought that well, was you so get cool. the benefit of me singing along. Yes. Well, benefit, air quotes. The other thing people miss about their commute, believe it or not, and again, it's not the traffic. It's um, just having that time to themselves. Uh-huh. Just a minute to whew, 
just me and God and the radio station. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. I get that. Well, thank you, everybody, that kept listening (laughs) through the whole thing. And if you're just coming back, welcome back. We've missed you. So, you know, they're always saying you got to be weary of uh, news that you see on social media. Like, you've really got to research. Is it real? Is it fake news? Mm -hmm. Is it opinion? Is it a conspiracy theory? Well, there's a story I just, like, literally read on my Twitter feed that I hope is real because it's just so darn funny. I'll share it with you in a minute, and and you guys decide if you think this is fake news or, or could it have really happened. We'll talk about it next. So you got to be careful about what kind of news you believe or spread around on the internet. And, and this one, it sounds like fake news, but it's just so funny. I got to share it with you guys. Okay. Florida man arrested after one month of eating Slim Jims at a gas station for free. He was what? going in every day saying that corporate sent him as a regional gym specter. <laughs> <laughs> And they believed him? It was quality control. (laughs) And and they got a picture of a guy, like, you know, his mugshot and the the convenience store in the Uh background. And uh, Slim Jim, their social media account, retweeted the news story with the words, (laughs) free him. (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Uh, He is giving them worldwide publicity. So. I don't know if that story is true or not. I want to believe it is. <laughs> I want to believe that there's a guy who tried Did he keep to do going that. to the same store is what, what I'd like to After know. After one month of eating Slim Jims at a gas station. A gas station. So he See, kept going to the There was the a same. flaw in his plan. Right. Should have mixed it up. He should have gotten a Slim Jim <laughs> name badge. He should have stolen that first. And then he could have gone to gas stations all over the place. And they've been like... Oh, I've never seen a Slim Jim quality control guy before. I'm the Jim Spectre sent from corporate. I'm going to need to try Slim Jims. <laughs> Either they have a high turnover in employees, or those employees knew this poor man was hungry, and they were just giving him free Slim Jims. Uh, here's what I would like to know. What would what would you do to get stuff for free for a month? Well, right? What would you do? You're, you were the Jim Spectre. What Spectre would you be? Inspector, would you be in an attempt to get free stuff? Give us a call. We're talking about this. I don't know if it's a real news story or not, but it is pretty funny. A guy gets arrested for uh, passing himself off as a Jim Spectre. He would go to gas a gas station Slim and Jims. say he was inspecting the Slim Jims from corporate sent him and he needed to try a Slim Jim. He did it every day for a month and he got arrested. So, and we're not encouraging theft, by the way, in any shape or form. But if you were to try to pull that off, what kind of inspector would you be? Taylor, what would would you show up and go, I'm here to inspect the what? I think I'd pick like some kind of delicious wood fire pizza place and be like, good call. All right. When that next one comes out of the oven, you know, that TikTok trick where they cut the middle of the pie and then put it back together. Like, do you slice like that? Let me check it out. Patrons won't know. And you know what? While I'm here, I don't normally do this, but why don't I inspect the cannoli as well? Gelato. Oh, there you go. Look at how you lit up when you just said gelato. Forget the pizza. Forget the cannoli. I think you should be the gelato inspector. I like all of it. Well, not cannoli. I'm not a cannoli person. Yeah, I've been I've been sent by corporate in Milan <laughs> to inspect the gelato, see if it's up to Italian specs. Okay, do you for speak me, any Italian? No. No. No, I don't. Matter. What about you? What would you inspect? No, no, no. They said, do you speak any Italian? You should go, oui. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would be a, oh, I totally would be a coffee inspector. Yeah. Totally be caught. But the only problem is you couldn't go to like cool mom and pop coffee shops because 
you can't say you're from corporate. Right. Because there is no corporate. Mm-hmm. So it, it would have to be, you know, chains. But still, I'll do that. I'll go I'll go in St. Arbucks. What if they wanted you to test their frappuccinos? Mm. You only like black coffee. I'll, I'll get to the frappuccinos later, but I need to taste the base ingredient. The bean. I need the to base, get to right, the bean I need, right, level. Go. I need bean level. That's where I live. <laughs> That's my wheelhouse, as we say at corporate. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go try to act like you like you sniff it first. Right. Thoughtful. <laughs> hey, the coffee was good, but might want to throw that throw that apron in the wash when you get home. <laughs> I won't put that in my report, but just a tip. (laughs) Do you have a picky eater in your family? Man, that can be so emotionally exhausting for mom and dad, right? Well, there's a new trick to get your kids to eat their vegetables, and I was shocked. I can't imagine this working. Maybe we can get our producer, Griffin, to see if it works on his five- and four-year-old. It's not drowning vegetables in butter or cheese sauce. It's not grinding them up and hiding them into the dishes. It is... Put twice as many veggies on their plate. Like, what? And how does that get them to eat the veggies? I don't know. It doesn't overwhelm them? Like, oh, I'll never be able to eat all these, so I'm not So I'll eat a few? Yeah, somehow it gets them, it works. And it turns out when they did that to kids in a recent study, they end up eating close to 70% more veggies overall. What? I'm so shocked by this. Oh... Is this study funded by the vegetable growers of America and they're just trying to get you to... (laughs) They don't care if you throw them away and they don't eat them. They just want you to buy them. Ooh. Well, that would be quite the scandal, wouldn't it? Brilliant, but scandalous. We just had the bacon shortage scandal, right? Yeah. There really was back at the beginning of COVID. They claimed there was a pork shortage. said there was a bacon shortage and Mm -hmm. there was not one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm saying follow the veggie money here. (laughs) We could be hearing a veggie tale. (laughs) Okay, be honest. Have your kids ever gotten something strange stuck in their nose? Coming up, wait till you hear what this woman had in her nose for like 37 years. Have your kids ever gotten something strange stuck in their nose? Maybe it happened to you when you were a kid. My twin sisters have both have really good stories about stuff getting stuck in their noses. Well, check this out. A woman had something stuck in her nose for 37 years and had no idea. So here's what happened. Um, She wasn't feeling well, so she decided, I'm going to go get a COVID test. And when they stuck that cotton swab up her nose, it kind of like... Wouldn't go? (laughs) Something didn't feel right, and it created pain. And she was in pain forever, so she finally went to the ER. They're like... They did a... um, I think it was an X-ray or a CAT scan or something... When she was eight years old, she had put a tiddlywink up her nose. She liked to put them right by her nostrils. You know, those little little things where you, yeah, little round discs where you play a game to try and get it up into a cup. And it's been, and she would stick them in her nose and and then blow out and see how far they would go. One time, she (laughs) accidentally sucked in, and she didn't tell her parents. Oh, so that tiddlywink had been up there for thirty-seven years, and she had to have surgery (laughs) to remove it. And now she feels so much better. She can breathe. It's a whole new world. Yes, she is tiddlywink free. <laughs> That's disgusting. But Ooh. crazy, right? Did she get to keep it? Ooh. Like when they removed it? I'd be like, I don't I, know. I'd like to have it if you don't Put mind. it in a jar. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> I'm still trying to get my head around the idea that someone could shove a tiddlywink when you think of the diameter of one of those 
up mm-hmm. their nose, and it stays there for 37 years. Isn't that crazy? Oh, it's just nuts. So nuts. You have a story like that of your kids, like shoving something up their nose and you didn't find out till you went to the doctor or maybe they came and you said, my mom, mom, <laughs> I shoved blank up my nose. We'd love to hear what your kids have done. Or maybe it was you when you were a kid. Hey, Tina, we're talking about uh, this lady who got a tiddlywink stuck in her nose for 37 years. Can you believe that? I can't believe it stayed up there so long. So do you have a story of uh, somebody getting something stuck up their nose? Yes, my son uh, stuck a raisin up his nose, and I didn't (laughs) catch it until it had rehydrated. (laughs) (laughs) And what happens when it rehydrates? It just, like, blows up or what? You know, it was a few days. He was an infant in his high chair, and I kept saying, don't do that, don't do that. And a few days later, his nose kept running. I was like, I wonder. So I reached up there with some tweezers, and by the time I pull it out, it's the resize of a brown grape. (laughs) (laughs) The things that parents go through, I tell you. And then I had another child that stuck a popcorn kernel in his ear which was not Ooh. discovered till a doctor visit and so i have no idea how long it was in there. oh wow. man mm. <laughs> so i'm kind of surprised because my wife and i have four kids that we escaped the shoving stuff up your nose scenario mm. i mean we didn't escape much our kids put us through the ring yeah but that's one we never had to deal with not in the nose just no. in the mouth <laughs> <laughs> well uh, it's we're talking about this because this lady had a tiddlywink stuck in her nose for 37 years and my twin sisters are going to love me for telling this story on the air but they're five years younger than me and they both at different occasions got stuff stuck in their nose one of them it was this little pebble like a little garden rock yeah. was stuck way up there. Ooh. And the other one you got, got a, rocks in your head. A TikTok, a tick, TikTok, Tic Tac. Uh-huh. You know, Ooh. like the little mint. Yeah. She ah. got one of those stuck in her nose. She claimed she was just smelling it. And guess what? My mom came up with a solution to get it out because she didn't want to spend money on a doctor's visit or urgent well, care. To get them out of the pack, you just shake the box. So she turned upside down and she. <laughs> <laughs> she got a straw. No. And sucked it out. <laughs> and we were like, oh, that's so disgusting. And she's like, I'm not letting it go up into my mouth. I'm pinching the end of the straw. But we thought it was the grossest thing we've ever seen. But mm. Pebble and Tic Tac were removed. There you go. My wife had a cousin who got a, a bean, a bean stuck up her nose and it sprouted. Oh. <gasps> No been way. Up there for I don't know how long. Did you have to get it surgically removed? Yeah, the doctor did so. I guess tweezers Ooh. or something got it out. But. <laughs> I can't even use nasal spray, let alone put something else in my nose. Such a wimp. Would you want to be warned ahead of time about a potential health problem? Absolutely. Kev, you you would? Yeah. I thought you said ignorance is bliss when it comes uh, to I stuff mean, like this. Uh, okay. No. You've changed. It's, it's dice. No, 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 I haven't. No, I okay. haven't. Okay, well, there's a brand new blood test that can detect 50 types of cancer. Wow. Uh, that's a lot. And, and yeah, it's would a take that. Sure. long time before you would have any symptoms. Mm-hmm. They say it'll save lives because prevention and early treatment are vital when it comes to beating cancer. The test is called Galeri. That's what they named it. And they say it's highly accurate with very few false positives. Mm. Get results in 10 days. Now, the cost, which I don't know that insurance is going to pay for it. I haven't heard yet. It's close to a thousand bucks, but mm. you detect 
50 mm-hmm. kinds of cancers. I could see where... How often do you have to get it? Um, like, do you need it yearly or... I don't know. That's a great question. Once, I mean... A thousand bucks a year? I think you just do it once because it's checking your DNA for potential. Like your, you know, DNA is likely to get. And so then, because to me, then they then starts the hard work of the prevention, which usually means (laughs) no sugar. Eliminating everything you love. (laughs) You know what? I'm back to square one. Ignorance is bliss. So when your kids get older and they do something incredibly thoughtful for you that on the surface might sound small, but you know, they know how much it would mean to you. It just makes you feel like a million bucks. And my daughter, Amber, is doing something really cool uh, for me. I want to tell you guys about it next. So I think I'm going to give the thoughtfulness of the year award to my daughter, Amber. She's doing something really Sweet. Now, I might remember, I think yesterday I was telling you guys, my wife uh, invited all of our kids to come home for a big family cookout. So everybody's coming home, right? My daughter, Amber, lives, she's in another city now. She lives a few hours away. And um, she said, I'm going to make a couple of recipes and I'm going to make them from grandma, my mom's recipe book. She got her recipe recipe box. She's got all these cards, you know, it's Mm -hmm. recipe cards in there. And she's going to make this bread that my mom used to make and a cheesecake that my mom used to make. Mm. And she's bringing it all because she knows. First, she's having fun going through that old recipe box. I think she feels connected to my mom that way. Um, But she's also, she's making the bread specifically because she knows my mom must have written on the card one of Kevin's favorites. Oh, how sweet. And she's like, and dad can make us French toast with with this bread. Wouldn't that be great? So I I just love how thoughtful... That she's becoming because she, I know why she's doing. She's doing because she knows it would mean a lot to me. She knows my mom just passed away last August. I miss her like crazy. So yeah, I thought that was really cool. Love it. Thoughtfulness of the year award going to my daughter Amber for something. Uh, I mean, it sounds small, no big deal outside looking in, but it means the world to me. Do you have any little uh, routines when you go to pump your gas, like? Where where do you leave your keys? Where do you leave your purse? That kind of thing. I had dinner with a judge. The other night, mm-hmm. found out I'm doing it all wrong. I'll tell you the right way. Did, did you feel to safely get gas? Kind of. <laughs> so I don't know about you, but I um, just very absentmindedly get gas when I need to fill my tank with gas. I find a a pump that's open that doesn't have the little plastic bag over it, <laughs> right. and I pull in, and make sure I get the right side of the car with the tank, and throw my credit card in there, start pumping. Sometimes I go back and sit in my car for a minute. I always wow, have to pumping. hand sanitize in between. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, we have some neighbors. We moved into a new neighborhood, and our neighbor is a judge. So he's basically like a night court judge. He's an attorney by day. And late at night and on weekends when we're all resting and having fun, he's serving the community as a judge. And so one of the things he has to do is like he has to issue um, search warrants. He's the one who signs them, that kind of stuff. So he knows about crime in the area. And he says that when you go pump your gas, you should take with you your key, your wallet, your purse, everything and lock the car he said, basically, you should make it to where they had they would have to rob you to get your car. But with our all our automatic keys, you know, like my keys always in my purse, which is then in my car. So someone could jump in and just drive away mm-hmm. in my car very easily. Yeah, But if you're standing next to the car with that key, 
at least my, my keys car, in the car in my purse. If, if you followed his instructions, though, and you had it on your person, mm-hmm. the door would still open because the key was within proximity to the car. That's the way our cars work. Mm. Well, you could run away if you saw they were going to try and take your car. <laughs> run into the store and call 911. <laughs> anyway, I just I it really made me rethink because I've heard of slider crimes, you know, yeah. where they get your purse from the other right, side. Right, right. But my car always locks the passenger side automatically, so I thought I was in the in the green. You're good. But he says just go ahead and get everything out. I think the biggest the biggest thing you have to do is just be aware. You mm-hmm. can't just pull in and be you know like on the phone with someone and be like, hey, hang on a minute, yeah. and get distracted. Yeah, you just have to you, you have to have what what do the military guys say? You have to have your head on swivel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate to say that with something yeah. just as simple as getting gas. But you do just be aware of what's going on around you and stuff. And those are good good tips, too, to keep it all on your person. But how could you manage the pump while you're holding all that other stuff? Here's what I'm wondering. You had dinner with a judge. This judge lives across the street from you. Mm-hmm. Didn't you ask him for any tips on how, like, OK, if I go to court for a ticket or something, <laughs> what should I say or do no. to get reduced or get let <laughs> off? What should I do? No, I'm what are you looking it, to hear? No, because I don't want to find myself in that situation to begin with. <laughs> so, right, but I'm saying if it, it does. It didn't cross my mind to ask. The inside <laughs> scoop to ask the man himself. Hey, when someone's pleading their case in front of you, what what will get them off? It was hilarious to watch the interaction between him and his wife because she wanted to know, like, of the warrants he signed recently or crimes that have happened in our area recently. She's like, where what lake was that? Where did that happen? And he's like, babe, I read like. 50 search warrants a night. I, I don't remember. That she, many? Oh, I, I don't know. If, I'm just exaggerating to okay, prove my point. You, He's okay. working all night long as a He's public servant. Right. He doesn't remember every little detail, but she likes to get all the scoop on where the crimes happened so she can avoid those Got areas it. and tell her friends, like, hey, did you know this happened in the neighborhood next to you? <laughs> it was so cute. She was so annoyed that he couldn't remember. <laughs> it was awesome. It's our friend safety we're talking about here. Yes. Couldn't you at least remember? If you're getting married soon, you may not want to use GPS to get to the venue. A guy who lives in Indonesia used Google Maps to get his wedding ceremony. Um, he lives in Java. And he and his groomsmen had no idea that they had ri- arrived at the wrong wedding. <laughs> so they like shook hands with guests thinking they were the friends of the bride. And they all assume, oh, this must be where we should sit. <laughs> and um, everyone at the wedding were like, well, these must be the bride's friends. We mm-hmm. don't know these guys. Mm-hmm. Well, thankfully, they discovered the mistake before they were too late. <laughs> And they left. There's a video that went viral of them kind of leaving, leaving. tail between. They're like, we're sorry at the wrong wedding. <laughs> I'm thinking they can make a new movie called like Wedding Crashers Indonesia. Version. Yeah, it does, it's, I was going to say that sounds like a sitcom or a, the makings of a, of a movie. <laughs> Crazy. Do you feel like your kids wear you out? Coming up, you are definitely not alone. For almost 30 years now. <laughs> Do you feel like your kids wear you out? You are definitely not alone.
The average parent loses about 4,000 hours due to brain fog while raising their kids. Is that a month? (laughs) (laughs) About 60% of American parents say they'll they'll never feel energized again. Hmm. Um, All that brain fog and fatigue is leading to parents missing meals and even forgetting birthdays. Energy levels for moms and dads. You guys are, this is a survey of moms and dads. You guys are saying this about yourselves. Yeah. Your energy levels crash at about 2 p.m. <laughs> so, boss, you may not want to make that the meeting time. Right. They want to do it earlier in the morning when there's a little higher energy levels. Or go get the big box of coffee. <laughs> have everybody have a cup before the meeting. Yeah. There Something you go. like that. Yeah, I feel that. Gosh, my wife and I have four kids, and whew, some of those years, especially when they're little, it is so, so hard. You don't get, when they're newborns, you don't get any sleep. You're nope. up all night, right? Oh, yeah. Brain fog with uh, with parents. It's That's a thing. Absolutely. We're going to talk about it next. I thought this article was fascinating about how parents said they feel like they spend about 4,000 hours of their lives having brain fog because of their kids. But <laughs> what was fascinating to me is that it didn't distinguish between moms and dads. Yeah. And based on at least the moms that I know, you would think they would have the brain fog more because of all the details running around their head. Like, I've got a friend. She was telling me the other day, when it comes to the kids, that's all on her. Like, she's working on registering them from school. They got to get their doctor's appointments. They got to get their haircuts. They got to get their school uniform ready. Like, all those details yeah. are running around in most her head that, right now. Most of that's on mom and dad comes in with, hey, I can't be in two places one time. Can you take this child to the doctors or take this child mm-hmm. to the practice or whatever and that's where dad usually comes in. So do you in, think dads so. have less brain fog than moms? Um no because I think moms genetically I think God gave them more bandwidth for stuff like that than dads have. Yeah. I mean we've all seen those memes right and it says a woman's brain and it's a real it's a very complicated looking computer mm-hmm. and then man's brain and it's an on off switch and that's pretty much it. Yeah. I think that's true. I think I for because I think moms are such natural caregivers that that just that's how they roll. And then I've got a friend. Her husband does everything that has to do with the kids because she's an executive mm-hmm. and they've got two sets of twins. Yeah. So if it was doctor's appointment, register for school, all, it would all be on, on him. him. So I wonder if he has brain fog more than maybe most dads. But here's how real it is. My wife, um, she went shopping yesterday and she saw one of those like natural supplements that says helps with brain fog (laughs) she grabbed it she was gonna grab it and she said she wanted to think about it for a minute and then she forgot (laughs) true story we're talking about brain fog with uh, with men and women moms and dads it's funny dads will have selective brain fog like they will never have brain fog when it comes to their fantasy football picks (laughs) but they will about their honey-do list oh man totally forgot about that it's, totally forgot. it's so funny for me to watch my um, sister or friend's reactions to a mom that, at least on the surface, she looks like there like there's no such thing as brain fog in her life. She is like the most buttoned up, organized mom. My sister will just roll her eyes like, well, I'm just trying to get through each day. Right. Who, <laughs> who are you this, talking about? Well, there's this lady. She's done all her Christmas shopping for three years ahead already. And the stuff is wrapped, and she had to write the person's name and the year on the tag, because she's worked ahead three years. How would you know what your kids' interests are going to be in three years? And how do you keep your kids from snooping in said 
Christmas presents. There's no judgment here. But she's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot imagine. Her husband is a special kind of patient. I'm sorry. uh, How would you have the money? What do you want to do tonight, honey? Oh, I'm super busy. I have to wrap Christmas presents for 2025. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me that wouldn't drive you nuts. (laughs) No, we can't go out to dinner tonight. (laughs) Got a Christmas shop. Uh For next century, yeah. For grand, for my great great grandchildren <laughs> who I want to love me, but they'll never know me. <laughs> I'm working ahead, right? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon intelligence agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.